Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What are you laughing at? I just like how he runs around and he throws the ball. It's so cute. How much pressure will be on Cliff Kingsbury tonight, Key? Ooh, a lot of pressure is going to be on Cliff. I mean, it, it, look, the guy is 26, 28, and 1 in four years, made the playoffs once. With the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona they Cardinals. got the Saints. They got your nephew's team, the Saints, tonight. They're both 2-4 you know, Thursday up, night football. A banged-up team in the Saints are going into a place that Arizona is 0-8. In the last eight games inside that stadium. Oof. They can't win in the big toaster is what I call it. <laughs> in it their own like, park. It looks like a big toaster. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it, I think it's a lot of pressure on him. It's a lot of pressure on them in general. They're getting DeAndre Hopkins back. They just traded for Robbie Anderson. So now all of a sudden people think they're going to be high-flying and scoring machine because D-Hop is back. D-Hop is going to get his, but I just think it's more issues than the receiver position and the quarterback position in Arizona. How can a man with a crib that clean be this overwhelmed, you know, without DeAndre Hopkins, right? Just you miss one receiver and it all goes to pieces. DeAndre Hopkins was at the press conference, the wide, the great wide receiver that Arizona got from Texans a couple years back, been hurt this year. Here he is at the press conference about his readiness to return. I know I still got it. But, no, nah, I mean, I'm, I don't itch to get out there. You know, I think people are more nervous for me being out there, my opponent, you know, than me being nervous. I've been in the NFL for 10 years. Um, I've been productive every year. Whatever quarterback come is throwing me the ball. So uh, I've never had a concern or worry. He going to be the savior for this team, Key? No, he's not going to be able to save him. Like I said, he's going to get his, but they got deeper issues then DeAndre Hopkins starting on the sideline, man. The head coach at times looks like he's in over his head. They got a quarterback that they paid a lot of money to that they seem to not understand his skill set. If he was in Seattle or San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan or, or in Seattle in that style of offense, I think he would flourish and do much better in throwing the football because when he rips it, it looks nice. But every time you look up, he's on the move. He's running around. He's got to – it, and that's the way it's almost like they tell him without a real plan, hey, man, just go run around and, and, and see if you can buy yourself 30 seconds and find somebody to get open. It never looks smooth. Give me a drive from the 20 to the goal line, methodical 12-play drive, and he's just, you know, 9 of 12 Moving on that drive. And yeah. Give me something. something I don't want to see him running around 30 yards to make a damn play to gain five. I'm like tired of seeing that. He's a much better player than what they're doing with him. He's much better player than I that. Mean, their biggest problems until this season with Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury has been they've gotten off to very hot starts, and mainly because Kyler Murray gets banged up because he is small. After a while, they stop. You, they stop running with him as much. That affects the whole offense, and then they wind up, you know. 
not among the best teams in football, which they were in the first half. But this year, the, the problem is he's getting worn down, and they're not even getting the wins. Now when DeAndre Hopkins gets back, you know, are they going to have that same kind of second half they've had in recent years? In that case, it's just going to be a terrible season. Look, they're 2-4. and four. They're not out of it in the division, although they've lost a couple games in the division, but they're not out of it. You know, San Francisco's got to figure out what they're going to do on defense because it's kind of messed up. Yeah, they're banged up, yeah. But Seattle and the Rams are, are, are kind of clunking along. The Rams, I think, will get a little bit better. Seattle may get a little bit better. Arizona just got a lot of issues. They traded for Robbie Anderson. Hollywood Brown is out. You let Christian Kirk walk because of the money. So now you're looking at that, and you're saying to yourself, okay, where's where's J.J. Watt? Chandler Jones left. Where, where are these guys that were supposed to be the stout defense? They played good defense under Vance Joseph a year ago. They're not really doing that. It's, it's just a lot of other issues. On top of, you gave an extension to three people, the quarterback, the head coach, and the general manager. Which one of the three will still be standing at the end of the year? Kyler Murray. The other two you don't know about because they got rid of Steve Wilkes after one year. Okay? They didn't even give him a chance to – you know, they didn't even give him a chance. Do, yeah. He's like, ah, you got to go. That's Look, every organization, whatever order you want to put it in, GM, coach, quarterback, if you got that, like, everyone has a bad year here and there. Mike Tomlin might have a bad year this year. Pete Carroll had a bad year last year. Bill Belichick has been under 500 since Brady left. He, one year he was 7-9. But those guys almost always have good years. And if you give that guy, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, a quarterback – now they're in the playoffs every year. So they, they, they drafted Kyler number one. After they dra- drafted Josh Rosen, he ain't it. Let's get the next guy. Bring in Kyler right away. Smart. Like, don't, don't try to chase your tail. You know, like, let's, don't throw bad money after good or whatever that expression is. Bring in Kyler Murray. So we have the quarterback. And they thought they had the coach and the GM. They thought they had all three, which is why they gave him all the money key. And of those three, they don't have a coach, right? Not the one that they need, according to you. I don't think that they do, but GM? they bought in. They bought in to the system, in the vision that they wanted to whatever Steve Kine, the general manager, sold to Bidwell and company. They bought into it, but after four years, I mean, like they don't on, have a man. playoff win. Come how on, how many? How many coaches? How many coaches go in this day and age? Four years, and and I know, oh, they every year they win more games. Okay, that's cool. But do they get significantly better, or are they just winning a game or two more? They're not going from two to eight, and eight to 12, and 12 to 13, and then all of a sudden 16. They're not doing that in, along the way, playing in an NFC championship game. You look at Buffalo. Every single year, they've gotten better. Every single year, right? They've gotten yep. it, majorly better. And they knew when to add the pieces, how far along they were. They didn't delude themselves about where they were like like maybe the Broncos did with Russell Wilson. Okay, now we're here. Now we need to go out and get the alpha receiver. Now we're here. Now we got to go out and get the pass rusher. Ever since Sean left Carolina and took the job in Buffalo McDermott and Brandon Bean became the general manager, they've gotten better every single year. To the point right now, they are a Super Bowl favorite. The Arizona Cardinals ain't nowhere near that. No. It's not even close. Well, let's talk about In the about, long playoff game that they got in, you saw what the Rams did to them last year. Let's talk about who you thought would be among the favorites. And, of course, that was before the quarterback got hurt and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, happened. yeah, 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 yeah. At two and four, 
Should the Saints st- let's say let's say Arizona wins, they they get off the Schneid, they win at home. Should the Saints, who would then be two and five, be sellers at the deadline? Key two and five sellers at the deadline in a three and three Tampa Bay leader of the division. Right now, they're a game behind Tampa Bay and Atlanta. So they no, they wouldn't. I wouldn't be sellers. You wouldn't yet. be a seller. No, I wouldn't be sellers yet. Mathematically eliminated before the trade deadline, then I start selling. No one thing, though? Whatever you want to say about Jameis Winston. Maybe if with Michael Thomas and if this, if, if, if. Hurt, his, though, man. He got a back, basically. Do, even if he was at his best, I would not, I don't think he will be. Like, at best, like what Geno Smith is doing. Ooh, that looks good. But still, do I believe Geno Smith will win the Super Bowl? I do not. I, he is not an elite quarterback to me. Like you talk about elite. And when we say, but is it in there somewhere? I don't think so, Key. And because so of that, if you're two and five. It's hard to tell because he hurt. So you yeah. don't really know. It's, it's just you. But he got hurt last year too. But I'm saying you just don't. We don't know because the dude ain't been on the field. But at a certain point, don't you think this dude point, just can't stay it, it, healthy? It, exactly. At some point, Max is just like, it is what it is. This is what he is. Nothing good ever happens for this guy. Michael Thomas on the New York football Giants. Let me think about that for a second. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, if, if, if and when he gets healthy, if, in fact, they are mathematically eliminated and they become sellers, then that is a guy that certainly between him and DeAndre Hopkins, if the New York Giants was smart, they would look at that and say to themselves, you know what, he's healthy now. And might help Daniel Jones. I love guys like that. They never drop the ball. No, they got, got a no, big got, catch radius. No, got gloves. They got they can run every route. Got oh, a big got catch radius and gloves. don't drop. The I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that. The only thing he has to do is get his foot healthy. And when he gets his foot healthy, then he's going to be one of the better. Rec- Hell, the two games that he played in started the season, he was one of the better receivers. Out of the NFL. And I'd like to find out about Daniel Jones. I'd like to do it this year. I'd like to find out what he could do with a guy. Thomas Jones, former NFL running back and actor and producer, joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. How you doing? What's up, TJ? Keyshawn, what up, brother? How you doing, man? Been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute, man. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm glad to see you doing well. Thank you, brother. Same here. I'm glad to see you doing well too, man. Super proud of you, bro. Appreciate it. Same with you. Keep keep acting. One day you'll be getting that forty million dollar film. Forty million dollars <laughs> a film. So Life After docuseries, <laughs> Life After docuseries premiered Tuesday exclusively on Prime Video. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so Life After After is a uh, Life After. It's early. Y'all gotta excuse me. Um, is a eight part docu series that follows twelve former NFL players, uh, and just you know showcases some of uh, the difficulties and struggles they had in transitioning from uh, the NFL to uh, their second act in their post career. Uh, it follows the likes of uh, Demarcus Ware, Spice Adams, um, Sherrod Martin, Myron Roll, Andrew Hawkins. Uh, we have some incredible guys there, incredible families, incredible stories. So yeah, it's streaming right now on Amazon Prime. Super excited about it. Yeah, I'm a, when I get back to to L.A., that's going to be one of my sit downs as I sit and watch. You know how sounds I do. good, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a, for good. sure support it 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, I mean, I just go right click and get it. Uh, meantime, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead, Thomas. 
Yeah, no, I mean it's 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 a it's you know it tells these specific stories. You know, Keyshawn, you know, you played we played together in Tampa, and you know a lot of guys are struggling when they retire. You know, what I mean, it's like when you retire, you know, you don't have the fans cheering your name anymore. Um, you know, you you know when nobody's buying your jerseys. You know, you kind of become forgotten, and a lot of guys have a hard time disconnecting from the game, uh, and a lot of guys have a hard time transitioning into something else, finding something else that they're ambitious about ambitious about something that they're passionate about. So uh, this series uh, is in-depth. Uh, it goes through these specific guys' lives and follows their families. Um, you know, one of the episodes is is uh, is on me as as, uh, as I had a little bit of a struggle as I retired um, in 2012 and, and was fortunate enough to find acting in Hollywood as a second act. But it wasn't easy for me. You know, I struggled. You know, uh, uh, I was drinking for a while and uh, went through some uh, states of depression. Um, so it's a pretty uh, intimate docuseries. Uh, guys are super vulnerable and honest. So, yeah, it's definitely something I think, Keyshawn, you can relate to. And also anyone that's had any issues, man, you know, trying to figure out what they want to do in life or have ambition issues, I mean, that they can connect to this as well. Sounds good, man. It sounds no, it good. Is. Like, I'm hooked. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and <laughs> many other players, like I played with Thomas, I played with DeMarcus Ware. So I kind of, you know, I know uh, – many of the players that is in the doc. So it'd be interesting for me because I get a chance to kind of see where things were and where things are for them right now. It's not every, not everyone's the number one draft pick. And then when your career is over, you jump into media cause you're super famous, right? Football's not like that. A lot of guys, they don't start laying the groundwork for the next act during their careers. And if they do, Hey, you got one foot in one foot out. You got to be committed to football. It's not easy to navigate. I know a lot of p- former players and players and seen it a million times. I'm very interested in this. How surprised are you about the success the jets have had early this season, Thomas? Man, it's the NFL. Um, I'm not surprised by anybody's success, to be honest. I mean, um, it literally is any given Sunday, man. You know, whoever shows up on that Sunday and decides to play well is going to win. Um, you know, these are the best football players in, in the world. You know, uh, I mean, some teams might not on paper seem like they match up, but, you know, football is a game of heart first. Uh, and I think the Jets have shown a lot of heart. You know, I think they're gelling at the right time. Some of those younger players are coming along from what I can see. Uh, the, the running game is really, really helping um, the passing game out. You know, having them, their, their quarterback back and healthy helps. Their defense seems to be kind of gelling uh, and, and and have some chemistry and some some confidence. So, yeah, I'm excited for the Jets, man. You know, the NFL is why it's a beautiful game, man. You never know who's going to win any Sunday. Now, now, you obviously had a lot of success with the Jets and Rex Ryan and company over there. But when you look at it, Thomas, and you look at the team that drafted you, with the Arizona Cardinals, and they're not doing great. They are struggling. What do you think the problem is in Arizona? I don't know. Um, you know, I think uh, – I know they've had some game management issues from what I've seen. To be honest, I don't even really watch too much football, uh, but but luckily we have Twitter, so I'm able to keep up with, with a lot. Um, but w- from what I've heard and seen about the Cardinals um, – I don't know if the coaching staff uh, and their their team is on the same page. Um, I don't think that uh, it doesn't really seem like they're they're uh, they have good chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Um, And, you know, when 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 things are going like that uh, as a team, you know, you have to get back to the basics, the little stuff, uh, because the little details equal big results. You know what I mean? So I think they need to refocus, man. They need to hit the reset button, go back to basic football. Um, I don't know if their if their playbook is too complicated or, or if they're running too many plays, but um, I definitely think they need to hit the reset button before it's too late. 
Thomas Jones, former NFL running back, actor, and producer, uh, live after docuseries premiered Tuesday exclusively on Prime Video. You can catch it. Thomas is a former teammate of mine, and I support that, and I'm certainly going to sit down and watch it. Look, Thomas, in your career, though, in the NFL, you had several head coaches, and a couple of them were, you know, not so good. But you have fire wounds as well. And when you look at the New York Jets and you look at Robert Sala, is he the type of coach that you think you could have played for? Most definitely. Most definitely. He has uh, uh, player coach energy, um, you know, and I think that's why the team is doing well. They, they responded to his energy. Um, you know, he, he never really gave up on them. I think, you know, he understood what he was trying to build. Sometimes the fans don't really see it initially. And obviously, if you're not winning, they definitely don't see it. But I think what he was trying to create there is, is finally starting to come to life. Um, I like the fact that he's just as passionate as the players. Uh, and it's always cool when you can have a coach that's willing to stand out there and put his neck out there for you as, as a player. Yeah, he's keeping receipts on Max. Yeah. <laughs> no, on Key. <laughs> he's got receipts. You have receipts on Key? Like, you guys played together. What was that like? Oh, man, that was a pretty wild year, man. Uh, out in Tampa. That's when I had just gotten traded. From, from Arizona to Tampa, and uh, they had just won the Super Bowl. So I came in on the depth chart. I was about number seven on the depth chart at running back, uh, and I ended up making the team and then working my way to the starting lineup. But by the time I got into the starting lineup, Keyshawn wasn't there anymore uh, <laughs> in that year, 2003. <laughs> but, you know, me and Keyshawn, man, we would have all these conversations during walkthroughs. And to be honest, you know, obviously uh, that was a long time ago, but – uh, that was right there in the middle of that whole Gruden situation. So I was right there the whole time uh, with Keyshawn and, uh, and and saw a lot of what he was talking about. You know what I mean? So it's ironic that, um, you know, that this ended up happening to him. When you say that, hold Keyshawn, on. You, you that. Wait, let me put the brakes on that for one second. When you say you saw a lot of what Keyshawn was talking about, what do you mean? Well, I mean, I'm just saying in regards to, like, not, not anything in particular um, – about, you know, the whole, you know, obviously there's the whole racism conversation, but I'm saying I could see the differences that they had. I see. The differences that Keyshawn and, and, and John Gruden had, because I was right there. And um, I think Keyshawn got a bad rap uh, for some of the uh, gripes that he did have personally. And everybody's not going to get along. You know, I didn't have an issue with John Gruden. You know, I was thankful he traded for me. Uh, he believed in me enough to get me out of Arizona and give me an opportunity to start in Tampa and that jump started my career when I ended up signing with Chicago the next year. So I didn't have that kind of relationship uh, with John Gruden, but at the time, you know, I'm a guy that's trying to make the team uh, and Keyshawn's, you know, saying, see, see, look, look, look what I tell you, look what I tell you. And so I'm listening to Keyshawn. I'm paying attention. I'm like, Hey, listen, man, I got to actually how to make the team. You just won the Super Bowl, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so I'm saying, uh, Keyshawn wasn't completely wrong with his assessment um, during that time. You know, I mean, I time has borne that out, by the way. Time has proven that. Yeah, I don't care about that. You know, I mean, I can care less. You know how I am, Thomas. I can care less of what people think. I'm going to keep it moving. But I played with Thomas's brother, Julius, at the uh, Dallas Cowboys as well. So I had to block for both of them. I had to block for <laughs> yeah, both right. of them. Right, right. Yeah, how was he as a, blocking, as a blocking wideout? How was he? Oh, listen! I will. I will go to. I will go to war with Keyshawn any day. Keyshawn's one of the most passionate players I've ever played with. Most talented players. Um, he wants to win by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? And um, and that's the, the kind of attitude that I had. You know, and a lot of times people 
uh, we're misunderstood. You know, people consider us selfish. They consider us, um, you know, uh, aggressive, but we just want to win. You know, uh, we want to win by any means necessary. So Keyshawn would get out there and he would block it. He would say, hey, come this way. Follow me. If it's, if it's toss, if you if you uh, cut inside the block, I'm going to be on the outside. Come outside of me, you know, because he took pride in it. So, yeah, I go to war with Keyshawn any day. I'm ready to go play football right now. Yeah, I can see that. He got you amped. <laughs> because I would tell him, I said, man, we get ready to go toss Gator. I'm going to push this dude all the way to the water bucket. Just keep it rolling. Right. He's a good teammate. Right. I can tell you right. that, too. Good teammate. And he, was, and, he, and he meant it when he said it. He's looking dead at you in the huddle like, follow me to the outside. I'm about to block him out of that side. Let's follow me. I'm like, I got you. I'm coming. I'm coming. So he's not lying. That is Thomas Jones, former NFL running back and current actor and producer he has a series a docu-series that premiered tuesday it's out now exclusively on prime video called life after and the description following eight different players like in depth in their transition which is often difficult from the nfl into the real world looking for a second act got me hooked i'm gonna check it out thank you thomas yeah. all right tj Thank we'll you. get up, man. Thank you. Shout out, hey, hey, Keyshawn, we got to shout out my boy, our boy Meek, too. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Meek. Yeah, Meek, 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 uh, he just texted me a minute ago. He's in Atlanta right now, so he just texted me probably like 20 minutes ago. He was talking about the Hendon Hooker interview, but I'll make sure I hit him right now and let him know to hit you up. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate All right. it. All right, TCU All right. head coach Sonny Dykes. Going to discuss the eighth-ranked Horn Frogs coming up. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sonny Dykes, TCU head coach, going to join us in a second. Brought to you by Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Find them in a refrigerated meat aisle at your favorite grocery store to create one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. And uh, Key, Sonny Dykes is with us now. Hey, Coach Dykes. What's going on? How you guys doing? How you doing, man? Long time no see been a while. It's been a while. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right. You're doing better though. You're sitting at the top right now, sitting at six and zero in the top twenty five polls. 
you know, I want to ask you, what's been the biggest key, though, to the success for you so far this season after having success at SMU? Well, the big thing is we got good players here at TCU. You know, we're, we got guys that are playing at a high level. I think we have an elite uh, wide receiver uh, in, in Quentin Johnston. I think he's, he's a guy, you see him catching the ball right there. He's a guy that's, that's really provided a spark for us the last two weeks. You know, our guys are just playing good. Our quarterback's really been playing good. Max Duggan, um, Kendra Miller, our running back, is a, is a good player. And we've been playing really good uh, defense. We're getting better every single week. Guys are getting more comfortable in our system defensively. And, you know, we're playing hard. We've been playing winning football so far. And, you know, the guys have had a great attitude. And they, they love to compete. They love to play. And they love to practice. So it's been a fun team to coach. You know, and, and I know coaches don't like to answer these type of questions. But i got to ask you, though, you know, what will it take for you, though, to get to that ultimate goal of being in the college football playoffs outside of just continuing to win one game at a time? Yeah, I mean, you look around the Big 12, man, there's a ton of parity in this league right now. I mean, there's a bunch of good football teams. I think anybody can beat anybody on any given Saturday. So you just got to go out and you got to play at a very, very high level. Um, you know, you've got you've to you know, do a good job of, of – Winning the turnover margin, that's going to be big for us week in, week out. You know, you got to be really solid on special teams. That's going to be very, very important for us. And then the thing that we've done this year is is we've been able to generate a lot of big plays offensively, and we've done a pretty good job of limiting big plays defensively. And so that's going to be really important for us moving forward, just doing those things. And then, you know, we're going to have to go on the road and win some tough ball games. We'll, we'll have our hands full against a really good Kansas State team. Uh, Saturday night. Uh, those guys are, are really good. They know how to win. They play They play a physical, uh, tough style of football. So we'll have to play really well Saturday. Sonny Dykes, TCU head coach. They are 6-0. and They're 8th in the AP Top 25 poll. Coach, how much will Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 have an effect on the conference, do you think? How, how, let me ask, how will, how will, what kind of an effect do you think it will have on TCU? Yeah, you know, I think that was that was obviously a concern, I think, for all of us was, you know, Texas and Oklahoma leaving. You know, Oklahoma's had a pretty good uh, run here in the Big 12 as far as winning conference championships and getting in the college football playoff. But if you look around the league right now, I mean, there's a ton of parity. There's a lot of really good football teams. And I think the Big 12 is probably as strong as it's ever been from top to bottom. And fortunately, the timing of that uh, coincides with Oklahoma and Texas leaving here in two years. And so... It's going to be important for all the programs in the league to continue to invest um, and, and you know, make, make sure that they play a winning brand of football. Um, that's going to be really, really important. And, again, that's the, the parity is what makes this league so tough. And so it's never good to lose two big brands like those two, but we're adding four teams that I think are going to be really good. I think that the, the quality of play in the Big 12 right now is, is really strong, and I think it's going to continue to get stronger. Sonny, as, as conferences continue to – realign themselves and poach other teams from any conference. And I know you guys are adding somebody, but do you envision at all that maybe TCU possibly could be looking around? Maybe there's a Pac-12 conference that would like to add a TCU, that that could be a possibility in the future? You know, I think I think it, at one time, not too long ago, I think everybody was looking around. I think the great thing about the Big 12 right now is I, I really do feel like that we believe we're in a, a position of strength. I think that, you know, right now we're negotiating our TV deals, which I think is going to be very, very important to our future, is, is um, you know, finding some strong television partners. 
and getting those guys invested in the Big 12. And so I think right now, I mean, the Big 12 feels really, really good about our future. I think we're excited about the opportunities. I think we're excited about the teams we're, we're bringing in. And I think we feel like we're, we're going to be as strong as we've ever been, honestly. Sonny Dykes, TCU head coach, who's guide to TCU Hong Frost to a 6-0 and uh, number and ranked eighth in the AP Top 25. is joining us this morning on Keyshawn Johnson. Jay Will and Max Kellerman. You got your last name in the show now. It's pretty good. Well, I just didn't want to say Keyshawn. I wanted to make sure that, you know, <laughs> Everyone Keyshawn Johnson. Well, there are a lot of Keyshawns since uh, there were no Keyshawns before you. There are lots of Keyshawns. <laughs> and now. they're and not all mine, so trust me. Um, <laughs> Coach Dykes, so when you look at the recruiting landscape across the country right now, how has the NIL situation affected you at TCU or helped you at TCU for that matter? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the interesting thing about the stuff that's happened <clears throat> between the transfer portal and NIL is they both pretty much occurred at the same time. And so, you know, the transfer portal itself, I think, is great for college football. I think it's good for student athletes. I've, I've always believed that guys ought to be able to go where they want to go to school and they shouldn't be locked in. Uh, it, it creates some chaos and it creates a, some some uncomfortable things for coaches. But I think it's the best thing for kids in a lot of ways. Obviously, NIL is the same thing. I mean, it's it's uh, you're having conversations now with people that you never thought you would have about uh, about opportunities outside of football to earn income. Um, And, you know, same thing. I mean, I think that's long overdue. I think it's something that um, the NCAA, in my opinion, should have dealt with many years ago. You know, you had these institutions making a lot of money uh, and these student athletes, you know, oftentimes weren't uh, getting a share of that. And so I, I think the system's are good. I think the two of them together at the same time have created a little bit of chaos in college football, quite frankly. And so I think, you know, what you, you worry about people poaching your players. You know, we had some good players at TCU that they got some good NIL opportunities at other schools and, and, and left TCU to go to those schools. But we were able to hold on to a lot of our guys here. We're fortunate. We've got a great donor base. We're in DFW. We've got a lot of um, possibilities for student athletes when it comes to name, image and likeness just because of the, the, the strong corporate presence in Dallas-Fort Worth. And so I think we're in a great situation right now to, to be able to retain our players. I think it certainly helps in recruiting to be in DFW, where guys see that there are very successful businesses that want to link that business to these uh, student-athletes, and there's lots of opportunities to do that. So I think we're in a really good position. I think we're very fortunate, again, to be in a, in a, in a city that's a booming economy right now and, and growing fast and and giving our players lots of opportunities to to get involved in NIL opportunities. Coach, before I let you go, Key has these seven-on-seven teams, and, and everybody <laughs> in the world, it's like six degrees of separation. He had everyone. Like Thomas Jefferson was on one of the seven-on-seven teams. No matter who you mention, oh, he played on my seven-on-seven team. How much did he help you yeah. recruiting with his seven-on-seven team at Cal? Like, you know, he's bringing these guys through. A lot. Yeah, I know a lot. He was, I mean, to me, Keyshawn was kind of ahead of the curve when it came to that stuff. I mean, he got out. He got his players on those seven-on-seven teams exposure. A lot of those guys probably owe him a thank you for getting him a scholarship and a chance to play college football someplace. And so, you know, a lot of people have copied that model, Keyshawn. You went on to bigger and brighter things, and, and a lot of those guys are still are still doing that. And it's helped a lot of student-athletes. I mean, it's helped us as coaches to get in front of guys that are good players, but it's probably more importantly helped the student-athletes find colleges where they think they fit and, and give those guys opportunities to, to get a college education. Thank God you didn't put them on your staff because I wouldn't have a radio partner. No, but the one thing <laughs> – I could tell you one thing, though, Coach Dykes, if I if I said this dude can play, he didn't question it. He mm-hmm. was like, 
okay, cool. I want him. He never questioned it. <laughs> you know, some people know what they're looking at. That is Sonny Dykes, ladies and gentlemen, TCU head coach, the undefeated 6-0, and 8 in the AP poll, TCU. Thanks, coach. All right, coach. Hey, Keyshawn, appreciate you guys having me. Great to see y'all, and hopefully see you soon sometime. All right, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. All right, but y'all take care. Uh-huh. I got to go check them out, though. So I is, definitely got to go check them out. Yeah, for sure. Is is tonight a must-win game for the Yankees on the road? They got a split at it's, Arizona? It's After this word must from— Must-win game for sure. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, so uh, Yates, there's some new 76ers promotion. Yeah, so I don't know if y'all know, but prior to this year, there was it was this thing called the Frosty Freeze-Out. Yeah. So if a player from the opposing team in Sixers games at the crib missed two free throws in a row, you get a free Frosty, everyone who's at the game. So, right. so how they're many changing games is uh, Ben Simmons playing there? Well, well, I mean, <laughs> four times a year. But um, so now they changed it. four times. You got to yeah. work that into the bottom line. But yeah. peep though, Max. So they changed it. It's called Brickin' for Chicken now. Okay. So first time the opposing player misses two consecutive free throws, mm-hmm. you get a five count nugget. Ooh. The second time, eight count nugget. Third time, which is probably going to be hard, twelve count nugget. The best promotion I ever heard. For which exactly. from where? From Philly. From, from but Chick-fil-A. What, where the Nuggets? Oh, where are the Nuggets from? Nuggets. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A Nuggets. Oh, yes, that's cool. Yes, yes. That's so my question to y'all, chicken. my question to y'all, if y'all ran an organization, what would be the thing that y'all would have for a promotion for your home fans? Mm-hmm. What y'all giving away? Home fans, what mm-hmm. would we be giving away for certain things? Like, are you giving out kale? I mean, kale if they're smart. Or like no, that? no, we give out, we give out like, jack-in-the-box tacos at the Lakers, right? If the Lakers score 100, it's like free tacos for everybody. Well, I, could say, I could say this. Look, there, there are giveaways and stuff, and they sell alcoholic refreshments at, uh, at uh, you know, beer and such at uh, games. And I would say that there is another substance that has recently become legal in many places that is actually very good if you're running a franchise in terms of watching a game. No one's going to get into a fight afterward, right? Or, um, or you could own a gas station, apparently, in Florida. But keep going. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not only are people going to be more peaceful and less rambunctious, 
but they'll also be concentrating more deeply on the game, and they'll be spending money at concessions. They're going to be hungry and thirsty. So, yeah. uh, so there it is. That's that's that would be my there's promotion. All sorts of I'm a season holder stuff. for you, Max. Right, no, you're a season ticket, ticket holder now. No, there's sure. all sorts of gimmicks. Back in the day, the Dodgers used to give away bad seats. When I say bad seats, I mean the pavilions and the yeah, upper yeah. deck. Those leads, they used yeah. to give all those away back in the day. So giveaways is always a way to get fans to react, be a part of something. You know what the I mistake like the Yankees used to make? They used to have like little, like bat, little bat giveaways. Yeah. So you're going up to the South Bronx. You're giving you a whole gang of kids who <laughs> cut school little baseball bats. Everybody Keith used to tuck that. them right up your sleeve. Yeah, everybody yeah. does like little yeah. billy clubs. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. little billy clubs. Yeah. I have an idea. Let's give all the youth of New York City to get, let's get them to come to the South Bronx and give them base, little baseball bat billy clubs. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't the best idea, I don't think. Badass kids from New York. Huh? Yeah, I still have my little Reggie Jackson, my little mini Reggie Jackson bat. To come in handy from time to time. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Oh, I've been listening to the ESPN app recently, Key, because as you know, my Wi-Fi went out seventh inning of the Yankees game in the ALDS. This is the night before last. Wi-Fi still not back up. Hopefully, guy's going to get it running uh, this afternoon, but I had nothing. What, what can I do? Oh my God. How am I going to, Oh yeah. The app clicked on the app, went down to more, scrolled down to live radio. Boom. Had the game on. Didn't miss a pitch. Eduardo Perez on the call, the whole thing. And I, and I, I, I listened to the whole game. I still, the Wi-Fi wasn't working with that. I listened to the whole game yesterday, I, I, but I like listening. I grew up listening to radio, man. I like listening to games on the radio. Doesn't bother me. Um, I sit in the car sometimes in the driveway. If something's on, I'll sit there yeah. without getting out. You know, you don't want to get out because you don't want to miss it. Driveway moment. But on the app, you can take us right with you. Is tonight a must win for the Yanks, Key? Yeah, you don't want to go down 2-0. Well, if you go down 2-0, and I understand 
going home, you give Houston a lot more momentum. And obviously you come back to Yankee Stadium and it's going to be jacked up and crowded and crazy and all that. But even but if, you if you win two out of one. Yeah, even if you, you're probably not going to sweep at home in a three-game set. Even if you win two out of three, you go back to Houston. That's what I'm saying. What if you drop one at home? Facing two elimination you're games. down 3-2. And you're going back to Houston and they got two at home. And then Verlander's back in the lineup in game, what he would be even five? Mm-hmm. Right? He would be in yep. game five? Yeah, if not sooner. Let me see. With one, rest, two. He, he, could, he, he did one, two, mm-hmm. yep. three, four. He could maybe do four depending on the travel days. Four might be tight. Yep. Or it depends on the travel day, too. <laughs> My uh, old producer on a show I did on Fox Sports Net called IMAX. I don't even know that show. Um, well, it was a great show. Uh, Willie Geist. Is he still around? He does mornings now on the network, <laughs> um, on network TV. Yeah. This AC, ALCS was always going to be difficult for the Yankees, facing the combination of Houston's Hall of Fame talent and culture of documented, unapologetic, systematic cheating. <laughs> so, but listen, it's, it's tough to win at Houston, period. It, cheating is over with, though. It's done. You would, that would, was in 2017. So. What was it, 17, right? Yeah, one would hope so. Yeah, it's over with, With man. Dusty Baker there now, one, Yeah, Dusty one Baker's so. not going to do that. Not, he's not buying into that sort of stuff. And by the way, they have a great roster anyway, which is why when they were cheating, it was just impossible because they had one of the best rosters in baseball. But the Yankees, is it a must win? It's a damn good idea to win. And and what I'm encouraged about, Key, well, from game you, one. Well, again, you're not sweeping them three at home. Probably not. So if you could steal one, that'd be you, great. Absolutely, because then if you could do two of three at home, now – they're facing elimination first game back when they get back yeah. to, to Houston, if it goes back to Houston. And, and the fact that, look, Clark Schmidt, they brought him out for a second inning last night. Clark Schmidt is, a, is the kind of arm the Yankees have who might be able to be a back-of-the-rotation starter. He's not bad. Maybe he's the type of dude Yankees usually, usually trade to the Pirates because, you know, and, and the Pirates give him something, and he winds up being a, a solid mid-rotation guy in the National League. He's like that kind of guy. But you he don't face the lineup three times. You don't bring him in in a high leverage situation in the playoffs. But the Yankees had no choice because they weren't rested. You know, Tyon couldn't go that deep into the game. Their bullpen is fatigued. If the Yankees but he can could, face the lineup three times, who Clark Schmidt three is too many. Uh, yeah, I mean Tyon can't even really do three. Nowadays, key the, the starters do two times through the lineup, then they get him out of there. I, I, I'll yeah, say, two times through the lineup, yeah. that's basically three innings. Right. You Basically, hopefully, right? you get to the fifth inning going two times that's through the really, lineup. Yeah. You're going four and two-thirds, yeah, five and a yeah, third. Four. That's right. probably four. Yeah, nowadays. And so I look at it and think if Tyon, who's their worst starting pitcher in the playoffs, not that he's bad, but you'd rather have Severino, Cortez, or Garrett Cole. Or some ERA. That's not yeah. great. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he had a three nine one for the season. He's you know, but if Tyon three nine one's not good, Max. No, it's not good, but it's not three nine one you could live with. Not any of my pitchers in the twos, dog. Well, yeah, if, if you have a great pitching staff. Yeah, yeah, I need a two nine. Anything starting to get in the threes, I start to worry. Really? Even low threes? Absolutely. All right, listen, this spoiled Dodgers fan right now with that pitcher Astros and Dodgers with the embarrassment of riches and pitching. But they got Sevy going. Severino throws 100 miles an hour. Every time he's healthy, he's top 10 Cy Young. He had another real good season this year once he got healthy, right? He got back from surgery. Sevy can kind of neutralize anyone for five, six innings, four or five innings. I, I think the Yankees have a real good shot. But then you got to go into the pen 
And can the pen hold up for the last three or four innings? Well, you know, Michael King got hurt, and he was great early in the season. Clay Holmes was the best relief pitcher in baseball first half. Got hurt, came back, was never quite the same. But I will say this, he's coming along. You can see every outing, he gets a little better command. He has a vicious sinker, slider kind of repertoire, like everything's diving and darting. So if he can just command that a little more, with Loisaga throwing 100, they could maybe do it. Do you realize what you keep saying, though? If. Well, they're the underdogs for a reason, no doubt. If they could, but then I look at the bats, 17 strikeouts. Yeah, they're missing a lot. I mean, I understand Verlander, whatever case he's pitching, but Verlander didn't get 17 strikeouts. But you said why, Key? Huh? You said why earlier in the show, and you had a great idea, tracking bat speed instead of just ball off the bat. Yeah, Uh, and and maybe that slows down. I mean, maybe that picks up now. Well, I don't know if it'll pick up now because they're going back to back. But at least they're not on the road. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't have to hit the road tonight. They're not traveling, in other words. Like, so you're right. They're on the road. They played a lot back to back. What what time did the game end last night? I don't even remember. uh, D11. So that's 10 o'clock. Last time I looked at the clock, I'm just trying to do the math in my brain. We were in like the fourth inning, and it was like 920 something. So it probably, so it ended at 10. No, later, later. Later than that, oh, yeah, so yeah, it yeah, ended at 11. Yeah, something So like. 10 o'clock, that's what I mean, 10 o'clock in Houston. Right, it yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. By the time I get to the hotel, I lay down, I get something to eat, I complain, I'm going to bed around 2.30 a.m. if I right. get a good night's rest. Yeah. Now I'm up again, and what time's the game today? 7 p.m. So that's 6 p.m., so I essentially get about a five-hour good rest. That's all right. And off my maybe, feet. Maybe even now more. Now I'm going to BP, I'm swinging. Maybe even more than five, Key, because maybe you could get for a 7 p.m. game, you're probably sleeping in. No, you're not going to sleep in. You know you're not going to sleep in. You're going to be up. You're getting up. You your just body can't help clock, it. Your body yeah. clock's not going to allow you to just But it's still snore. better than a travel day, right? It's better no, than it traveling and then playing it, games it the same day. It yeah. is a little bit. Yeah. But you still got to get up in, in blood flow and active. And Listen. Go to the ballpark early and get the yourself Yankees together. Benef- the Yankees benefited from a rain delay, it looked like, against Cleveland. Yeah. The flip side of that is they, di- they took a long time to knock Cleveland out. They went the distance. Houston deserves the advantage because they took care of business early. So Houston is rested and the Yankees aren't. That's the way it goes. That's the advantage the, the, the Astros earned here. The Yankees are going to have to deal with it. I hate back-to-backs, though. It should be a day in between no in matter the playoffs. You tra- whether yeah. you travel or not. Yeah, in It the should playoffs, just be a day. Yeah. In- it used to be that way, though. In the playoffs, no, no. They used to do back-to-backs. When I was young, I feel like it, was, it wasn't back-to-backs when I was I'm young, man. I'm sure it was, Key, just not for travel. We could look that up, though. It gives you something to do. Yeah. Well, we have 24 well, hours. Well, Jay will be up. back tomorrow. Jay is... At home doing some things with his third child. Keyshawn J. Will and Max Greeny coming up in moments on ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.